All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Appreciate you joining us on a Monday. Let's get to it. Uh, Monday recap show. We didn't do a show last Monday, so we've got two weeks of picks to recap. Actually, 19 total picks to go over. And uh, I've got a few a few picks to end today's show with as well. So uh, let's get to it. Overall, 9 and 10 last couple of weeks. And it's on, honestly, we're going to give a few picks on today's podcast because, as I said, you know, for the last month, two months, the beginning of the year, we were like red hot in the middle of the year kind of had a below average couple of months. So I'm looking for December or for, for uh, September through December to finish strong and in the positive and really have some good picks for uh, these next couple of months. So I was hoping last week going into the weekend, we would finish strong. We were nine and five heading into the weekend and then oh and five on Saturday and Sunday. So really a disappointing weekend last weekend to go oh and five. But overall, last two weeks, nine wins, 10 losses overall. As I said, not going to go over each individual pick because that's a lot of games to go over. But we do have it by show. We went uh, three and two and then three and one. So at one point we were uh, six and three in the next couple of shows, one and one, two and one because we gave out the midweek picks. And then, as I said, last week, we went 0-2 and 0-3 and and on the weekend. Now, I know on Saturday's show, we only gave out one pick, but this 0-2 also counts the Mississippi State LSU game we gave out for the deep dive on Friday. So, overall, nine wins, ten losses on the last two weeks. Hopefully, we have a, a nice finish to September. And remember, the first Monday of every month, we go over all the picks, all the housekeeping, all the records, first Monday of every month. Okay, let's get to it. Uh, this article that I saw in the Sun Sentinel, and honestly, there's a bunch of articles. It's just the one I chose to read. It talks about uh, sports betting. The uh, the sports betting fight is heading to the U.S. Supreme Court, and it's talking about the fight in Florida between um, the Seminole Tribe and the state of Florida, right? Because the Seminole Tribe wants to hold on to their rights to have uh, total authority over all gaming and gambling in that area. And obviously the state wants uh, to go around that. Now, this has been an issue in a lot of places where there's a heavy tribal impact, right? Florida, uh, Oklahoma, parts of California. This has, been an, uh, uh, this has been holding up legalizing and regulating gambling, at least sports betting, in these areas. Now, obviously, I know I've got plenty of listeners outside the USA. This is just for in the United States and specifically just for those in a state with a heavy tribal influence. But look, let me, let me make this very clear. This is going to impact everyone in the country, not just those in a state where tribal influence is, is heavy because the way that the the federal government and the Supreme Court views gambling is very specific, very strict. So this is going to sort of set a precedent. This is going to change the way the hopefully change the way this the Supreme Court views gambling and hopefully, you know, sets a new path for sports betting and gambling in the United States. So that's that's the good direction. The bad direction this could go is it just muddies things up and you make it more and more difficult, you know, to, to get things done. And those who live in Florida, Oklahoma, other parts of the country where this is an issue, will just have to wait longer. You know, because there's a lot of red tape for these kind of things, but one swift ruling could sort of overru- override that. Now, here's the issue. The inherent issue is, you know, what the federal government is and what the Supreme Court is. And, you know, we don't have to get too much in the weeds about the rules of the country or anything like that. But this goes against. Well, let, let's just be let's just be very clear with this. These laws that that prohibit you from betting throughout the state or at least on Seminole tribe land these are federal laws and so the obvious sort of conflict here is that in the United States each state gets to decide what their laws are that's why there's different laws in different states 
Um, you know, it's some some states have a gambling age of 18, some have 21. You know, it's just up to the state. And then this law is a federal law. So they need to adjust this federal law if it's going to change in the state. So I understand what's going on and why why um, the, the state of Florida and other states are eager to get the money. You know, Florida's looking around at wherever, you know, it's legal. And, you know, they're like, holy shit, look at all the money they're making. Look at all the revenue they're making in Colorado from legalized sports betting. We want a piece of that. But they can't because the federal laws say you can't interact with the tribal lands. And I'm not here to give my opinion, right? I actually have never had a lot of experience dealing with these tribal casinos in the first place. So I wouldn't be the person you wanted to ask about that. But, um, you know, my focus is more about how this is going to impact all of us in our sports betting ventures. You know, does this change the way the federal government looks at sports betting? Maybe, maybe not. But we're going to follow this story next couple of weeks. Very interesting what's going on there. All right, before we get out of here today, let's get back on the winning track. Let's go. Let's give a couple picks out. I'm going to be giving some picks until I feel good (laughs) about what we're doing, just giving picks out to everyone out there. Now, here's the thing. We always say this. Let's be clear about this. You shouldn't just follow these picks and expect to get rich. What I offer on this show, free positive EV bets, a couple bets a week. We probably, I know we had 19 bets the last two weeks. We probably average about four to five bets a week, right? Very low volume. And by the nature of what we do with our Saturday and Sunday morning quick picks, it's very tough to get you know, value on the day of the game. So, but as I said, it's just like, that's not acceptable on this show. We're going to make money. We will end the year in the positive. So let's get back on the right track. A couple picks for tomorrow. And I do have one extra pick for some college football this weekend. So these two bets are for Tuesday, the 19th in major league baseball. Bet number one, we're back on the Texas train. I know a lot of you are getting sick of this. Trust me, I understand. But I think Texas minus 150 against Boston is a good price. This is for the very reason that this offense has not been doing well. You know, people don't want to bet on Texas right now. So I think minus 150, which implies a 60% win percentage, (laughs) I think we've got some good value on that. So we'll take Texas minus 150 tomorrow against Boston. Pick number two, we're going to take the Toronto Blue Jays minus 110 on the road at the New York Yankees. Now, here's the thing. If you shop around, you can find this as low as even money right now. I'd say the buy price is minus 115, but right now market consensus about minus 110 for the Toronto Blue Jays. Good spot for them. One of the last uh, road trips of the year, and they do play pretty well at the Yankees, plus the Yankees. They get so much. I just like at this point in the season, the Yankees are still overrated in the market. I believe so. So we're going to go Toronto minus 110 tomorrow at the Yankees. And then finally, our third pick of the day, we're going to go to some college football for this weekend. Uh, Middle Tennessee State is minus two at home against Colorado State. Now, obviously, Colorado State almost beat the Colorado Buffaloes last week, but that's the reason we're taking this game, right? If you look at just the intrinsic talent of the Colorado State Rams, they're still one of the worst teams in college football. Just because you get up and play well for one game doesn't redefine you as a team, right? Otherwise, power ratings would be useless. CSU is anywhere from 110 to 115 in the country. Just because they played well last week, we don't upgrade them drastically. Now, we do upgrade them, but just not drastically. So you have this huge all-out effort. CSU gets to double overtime, ends up losing. And then this week, the first half of the week, they're just distracted answering questions about the game. You know, that one player on their their defense is getting death threats. They're talking about that. They're talking about everything but football right now around the CSU program. 
So I think this is a, big, a good spot to fade them. You get a Middle Tennessee State team playing at home. The offense is approving this year. I think minus two offers some very good value. So we'll take Middle Tennessee State minus two at home against CSU this weekend in college football. So those are our three picks. Texas minus 150 in, uh, tomorrow in baseball. Same thing with Toronto minus 110. And then in some college football this weekend, Middle Tennessee State, minus two. And uh, that does it for today's show. Appreciate everyone listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. I'll be catching some winners, betting some one and football. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.